12.50 a.m., The Fan. It is The Fan Afternoon Show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. Charging a cell phone can be a lot like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. So schedule an appointment when you are eligible. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. They begin a four-game set with the Giants as they wrap up their first half ahead of the All-Star break coming up. Next week, I want to get your guys' thoughts on the Brewers, 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Let's get out to Nate, who's on the north side. Nate, what's going on, man? What's going on, Toby? Uh, what's going on, Sam? Um, what up? For me, um, for me, I just feel like um, the Brewers, if they're, going, if they're going to walk away with even a split in this series, they're going to have to... Um, manufacture some runs, steal some bases, stretch, um, make the de- make these guys play defense because um, you're not going to just hit home runs out of out of that uh, San Francisco ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very big ballpark, and you're not just going to hit home runs out of there. Um, and you gotta you gotta get, you gotta stretch the base pads, you gotta steal bases, you gotta do all the little things. Um, to get runs so that you can get it to your guys on the back end. I know Hader has been struggling as of late, but he's still the best closer in the game, and you gotta get and you gotta have runs for him. Um, one or two run, two two or three runs for me to so that that'll relax him and he can go out there and make a mistake or two, um, and it won't cost you a game. Um, and another thing is, I feel like just Craig Council needs to he needs to play his guys, play the guys that are hitting well. Um, I had a real problem with Kester here getting sent down yesterday mm-hmm. uh, because of the fact that I felt that he was he was really starting to come in, he was really starting to be, um, come to the plate with some confidence and starting to hit well. Um, you carrying three catchers, one is not even going to be able to contribute for you in the playoffs. Um, and Keston will. He will be able to be playing in the playoffs. And those are the guys that you need to be getting at-bats. Where You're taking Omar out of games to put Severino in games, and he's not even going to be available for you for the playoffs due to the suspension that he had. Um, and I just feel like Omar was an all-star catcher last year. Taking him out of the game, he should, he should be the main catcher. Um, now, if you wanna, and if you wanna, I don't really. Me personally, he, I feel like he's good against lefty. And lefty, I feel that's okay. But this man was he he was batting three oh eight. He was an all star. Yeah. And you're and you're treating him like he's like he's a like he's a two uh, two fifteen career hitter and only hits righties like that. I feel like Omar is getting dogged out, and he deserves a little bit more respect from Craig Council, and he needs a little bit. He needs way more playing time than what he did. Nate, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that at some point you have these guys on your team. You just got to play these guys. You got to play the best ones. You got to pick your best nine, and you got to play them more than just. Well, they got the lefty on the mound today, and Tim's talked about this plenty, so I'm not going to hash it out anymore, but I totally agree with that. When you have a guy that's played well, just play them. Like, you finally saw that with Rowdy Telez, and yes, he's gone through a dry spell here. He's struggled a little bit, but up until that point, 
He'd been playing extremely well, and he finally got his chance, and he was looking good. And guys go through cold spurts throughout the season. That's just the course of you know, playing 162 games. That just happens. But let some of these guys go a little bit. Let these guys play. And I do want to get into that Keston Hero discussion here in just a little bit, but I do want to get some more of your phone calls. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Dave, who's in West Bend. Dave, what's going on, man? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Good. How you doing, Dave? Good. Um, you know, I got a, just a quick question, and then I'll hang up. Um, yeah, we need to score runs. Everybody knows that. We have a pretty pretty darn good pitching staff. Uh, why did we bring up Davis instead of David Dahl? Uh, David Dahl is like, um, you know, he was way out there in uh, – you know, batting average and power and blah, 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 blah. And it's like all of a sudden we bring up Davis and now we release Dahl. Is your screener told me, you know, kind of gave me an idea, but can you guys kind of elaborate on that? Um, and I'll hang up. Thanks. Sure. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, that I, is an interesting one with David Dahl because I would much prefer David Dahl's bat. Yeah, former no All-Star. Doubt. No doubt. Would much rather have David Dahl's bat. The only question is, I need to look up. He was batting 294 in AAA this season for the Brewers. How many games has he played in center field in his career? He's played a decent bit. He's played 72 games, started 64 of them in center field. Yeah, and I know David Dahl, obviously, we just said he was a former All-Star. And then he really just kind of fell off the map his last couple of years in uh, Colorado and Texas, but... I mean, I mean, come if you're going to try Jonathan Davis, that's what I don't get either. Like, why not? Jonathan Davis, nice player, great. Right. He's your last resort. Yeah. You try David Dahl. David Dahl's not working. Well, then you go to Jonathan Davis. Looks like things were clicking in AAA too, and who knows how it would have turned out if he that he if he got called up back to the majors. But like, just look at like if you're a Brewers, if you're the Brewers and you're struggling in offense, why aren't you throwing darts well, at guys? Because I mean, look what absolutely. the Yankees did with Matt Carpenter. This is the thing that's a little bit frustrating with that, is if you're looking at saying, well, we need a defensive center fielder, right? Because you're thinking, we need someone that in a pinch can play center field that we're a little more confident in. I would guess that's the reason why they didn't go with Dahl instead of Jonathan Davis. That That's the only reason I can think. Yeah, but it's it's got to be like that and or like also probably an option thing. And that's your fault for not having more center field depth behind Lorenzo Cain. And Tyrone Taylor. But that's what I'm saying, though. Even if they don't – because what they're thinking is even with Tyrone Taylor on the roster, who else is playing center field? They, they had to think about that because that would be the only reason you would take Jonathan Davis over David Dahl, right? Unless they're also thinking – Jonathan Davis is a right-handed bat, and maybe he could help you against lefties. But, I mean, come on. Would you rather take a chance with a guy that's shown at the major league level he can be an all-star in David Dahl, or are you going to go with a guy that's never really shown you anything? I mean, I want to go with, you're right, take some dart throws. At this point, you could try anything with the Brewers' offense. What's it going to do, make it worse? Not likely. So give it a shot. The only reason that I think is because they feel like they're more comfortable with Jonathan Davis in center, but they created that problem. They created it. They DFA'd Lorenzo Cain and really didn't do anything to kind of help that out. You got Andrew McCutcheon, who you signed to be your DH, now playing quite a bit of outfield. So then if you're confident that Andrew McCutcheon can play in center to at least give you something in the outfield, 
David Dahl could play in the corners. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I thought I was trying to figure out why they released him, and I thought it was because he had a clause in his contract that, you know, if he didn't get called up by the Brewers by a certain amount of time, he could just elect free agency and try to stick in another organization. I believe that's what it was. I don't think well, they just outright so, released him. Even so, why wouldn't you just take a chance with calling yeah. him up to see before yeah, that point, right? I, I agree with you because, like, you know that that date's probably on his contract to you know call him up. Like, why? Not? That's what I don't get. Like, it must just been like an option thing with Davis. Just must not have options. But you know, I, I would have liked to see what David Dahl could have done because if David Dahl could have been what David Dahl was in Colorado when he was an All Star, I mean, that's perfect for this Brewers offense. Let's be honest, not a guy who's going to drive in a lot of runs, but a guy who hits for average and gets on base. Oh my yeah. God! Can you imagine if the Brewers had a 300 hitter? Yeah, and what would it be like if a guy hit for average for the Brewers? Uh, back in my day, when the Brewers right? had a 300 hitter, feels like ages ago. I got one more thing I want to complain about, but I do want to get Tim from the South Side in here before that. Tim, what's going on, man? Hey guys, how you doing? You know, I, I, I look at this team, and to me, it's a team that was built to win in their division. But it's never been designed to win to go to the to go to the World Series or even to win in the playoffs. Um, they, they bought these guys cheap, and that's what they're getting now. Um, and that's why they're bringing up guys like uh, like Davis because they're cheap. Um, it seems to me that, and I don't know if it's because Atenazio can't afford it or they just don't want to do it, um, but the players that they, they keep getting these these lower end players that they're getting right now. And it shows, look at the, if you look at the team average, their average is atrocious. They don't, they, their high, their highest hitter is hitting 250. And that's, and that's abominable. Yeah. And they should see that. And, and I agree, you know, when they're playing guys, you know, why not play their best guys? I see these guys who, I see who, you know, who Davis is. I don't know who he is. All I know is I see him on, uh, on the, um, on the uh, lineup. But I don't know. I don't know who he ever was. You know, if McCutcheon can play center field, let him play center field. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, play your best guys, and uh, I think you are onto something. That this team maybe has just been trying to win the Central, and I mean that's a fine thing because it gets you into the playoffs. But like we've talked about over this week, Brewers fans are have gotten to the point now that they're sick of just getting into the playoffs. Let's let's try and win this World Series. Let, let's try yeah, no, and go no, for I, it. I agree. I remember the year when they when they lost the last game to uh, the Dodgers in the playoffs, and they could have gone to the World Series after that. And then they let then they let a bunch of guys go right after that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know how they did. You know, some of them did well. I would have Masakas and and uh, Randall. Um, but you know, why can't why not keep them around? If you're that close, you're one pitcher away from going to the World Series. Why not go for it? Yeah, you know, you know, I'm 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 tired of I'm tired of seeing these guys uh, we go to the playoffs and 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 leave early. Absolutely, appreciate it, man. Okay, thanks, Sam. I want to ask you something real quick. If there were the option of having a guy that over the last 28 days, the last four weeks, had hit 324, had an on-base percentage of 432, was slugging at 595, so an OPS over one. He had hit uh, three homers in that time frame. He'd only had 44 plate appearances, so he hadn't necessarily gotten as much playing time. But if you had a guy that had been hitting that well over the last four weeks, would you want that guy on your team? Yep. So then why did he he get optioned to AAA? 
Yeah, I feel like, you know, who I forgot, was it Nate who brought up the Kesson Hero thing yes. in the first call? I feel like that's been the problem with the Brewers and Tim and I were What are they of, doing? Okay, well, real quick, Tim and I were kind of talking about that um, yesterday on the postgame show, too, like why they couldn't have brought Eduardo Escobar back because, well, if you're Eduardo Escobar, you have an option to, you know, re-sign with the Brewers or go to the New York Mets and play way more and also, you know, also compete with a team that just signed Max Scherzer along with Jacob deGrom. Like, that's an easy decision for players. I feel like that's the curse of the Milwaukee Brewers and guys that they bring in, like, some players, they kind of have to platoon, but a lot of the guys, I mean, you think of the guys that got released, like uh, Jesus Aguilar. I mean, clearly they platooned him with Eric Thames, and we all saw that Jesus Aguilar was an all-star, and he's clearly kind of still thrived in Miami. But they just, for some reason, had to platoon Aguilar with Thames or another mm-hmm. first baseman, and that makes it easy for you know guys to move on. And I mean, look at G-Man Choi for the Rays. Now, granted, he doesn't really hit left-handed pitching as often as uh, other everyday first basemen, but G-Man Choi clearly plays more than he did with the Brewers, and he's kind of thrived. And I feel like that's kind of the case with Keston here. I just don't get it. Like, clearly, Keston, even if he's struggling, like, he just needs everyday at-bats. Well, it, it, one of the hardest things to do in baseball is to be a pinch hitter. Oh, yeah. And then come in cold off the bench. The other thing is it, it's hard to be uh, to figure out what's wrong with you in, in the majors when you're not playing every day and you don't get to consistent at Absolutely. Bats. So I feel like we were talking about, was it you and me, like a while ago when we were first talking about Brewers trades and stuff like that, why not throw Keston Hira in a deal? Because clearly a team like the Oakland A's or you know, a team that's that's struggling and rebuilding, they're clearly going to give Keston Hira every day at bats, and that's going to help him out. And, yeah, maybe he's going to turn out to be a guy that you kind of wish that you would have kept at the end of the day, but – I mean, clearly the Brewers aren't going to give Keston every day at bats, and he needs he needs mm-hmm. to be in a lineup every day to figure out and be consistent. And unfortunately, a lot of guys don't get that um, situation. A lot of guys wish they had that situation in the majors, but Keston's still such a young, raw talent that I, I don't get what they're doing because clearly they I, I wouldn't say they have no faith in him, but they they aren't confident in giving him those at bats. So here's why I'm frustrated. I, all those are good points. Well, those are great points, and I'm going to look more on the roster management side of things because I think all your points that you made about development and everything are extremely valid. I'm just thinking, why did you send him down when you had other ways to go about this? Because Keston Hira this year has not been, you know, incredible, but let's look at some of his numbers. Like I said, over the last... 28 days, he's hit 324. If you just look over the last week, he's hit over 400. Then you just look at what he's done against righties this year, a batting average of 303, an OPS over 1,000, seven homers. So that gives you something against righties. So here's the reason that I think they sent him down. Here's why they sent him down. We need another arm, okay? We need another arm, so they got that arm against the Twins, and they didn't use that arm, but they they had another one in case they needed him. And you have two lefties to start this series against the Giants. I think that's their reasoning, why they sent down Keston Hira. Here's why I think that's pretty poor reasoning. Like, Tim was questioning why Corbin Burns didn't get two starts before the All-Star break and only got one. This is kind of similar to that. Hunter Renfro got activated off the injured list the day before you sent down Keston Hero, okay? And you needed a pitcher. Well, guess what happened? You played him one day, 
and then you give them a rest. And they said on the television broadcast, I know Tim was talking about this yesterday too, they said on the television broadcast that they were bringing back Hunter Renfro, but they were going to let him kind of play every other day because they didn't. he wasn't fully healthy, but he wanted to get some at-bats before the All-Star break. Well, here's the thing. If you activated him and you needed an arm, which kind of came up in that game, but even so, why wouldn't you just give him the extra six days of rest to the All-Star break? He'll figure it out. Give him an extra week, two weeks off. He's dealing with a muscle injury. That'll heal even better, and he'll be 100%, and you don't have to think about it anymore. You don't need to play him every other day for the last six days before the All-Star break. How does that make any sense? Well, on top of that, I mean, you just talk about the hitters, especially like you have three catchers in the roster. Yes. And one of these guys, Pedro Severino, he's not even going to be playing for you in the playoffs. So I hate I hate to like just cut guys to cut guys because Pedro Severino has kind of already shown a couple games that he's played the Brewers that the spring training uh, flashes that we saw of offense before he got suspended, like he is going to be a offensive catcher. Mm-hmm. But there's three catchers. I mean, come on. And then on top of that, too, like, why is Mike Brasso still on this roster? I mean, I was trying to figure it out. Like, he didn't get an option back down, did he? Brasso? Like, he's still on this active I'm roster, I'm fine right? with Brasso being here. here here's the well, other one. But here's the thing. But would you rather give that spot to Kesson Hira? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because Jace Peterson is doing and plays a better third base, too, than Mike Brasso. I'm sorry, but How many utility that, guys can you have on the team at once? Exactly. So Fred Council would prefer 26. Given that, I would have just kept... I don't know, you know, Brasso probably has only a few more options, if not any left, but I would have rather just have kept that spot to Kesson here rather than Brasso. Here's the other one. And this it's is so frustrating. This is one that doesn't make sense to me at all. Guess who missed both games in the Twin Series? Christian Yelich. Yeah. And you have an option to put him on the injured list for 10 days, retroactive to the last time he played, and he wouldn't miss anything more than this four-game set and the twin series. After Hello? the All-Star break? Yeah. You get him right back after the All-Star break. Give him yeah. the week off. He's having a back flare-up. Give him the week off. The last thing you need is Christian Yelich, who's dealing with back problems and de- dealt with it all year last year, to come in and say, I've had a back problem, and now he's going to try and play against the Giants sometime this, in this series. And if they put him on the IL and bring back Keth, it's just so stupid. We um, were talking about that yesterday about Craig Council and how people like to point fingers at him. But if, why are we not like you know pointing fingers at David Stearns? I, I don't, because this is clearly roster management. And, it, that you know, just doesn't make any sense to me. These don't make any sense to me. Having three catchers doesn't make sense on any MLB roster. I don't know. I don't care how you cut it, even if one guy was coming back from a suspension. Here's your crazy one. You say, all right, well, we sent them down because you're, we're facing two lefties this series. Well, guess what else you're facing? Two righties. And guess what he's hitting against righties? 300. Tell me one guy on this Brewers roster that's hitting 300 against anybody in specific. So probably not. Maybe we'll talk about this more tomorrow because I kind of it kind of came up um, across my mind when Tim was talking about who 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 deserves more blame, Craig Council or David Stearns? You have to pick one. Oh, Stearns. And I I, I know the trade deadline's coming up, and the Brewers will probably make a trade or two. But I asked Tim, and I kind of want to get your thoughts on this, and like I said, maybe we'll turn this into a question for tomorrow. We'll talk about it for a full half hour or whatever. But does it feel like the Brewers have kind of lost their aggressiveness in making moves? Because I realize the salary that they're given, they can't spend a whole bunch of money. But 
if something wasn't working in the past, David Stearns was always scheming up something and was always trying to do something. I feel like well, he even did it last year because he thought, let's give Arias the job at shortstop. Right. And so they traded Arcia, and it I mean, did I just, not work, so they got Adamas. I want to be in the room where, like, you know, David Stearns is telling Craig Council, yeah, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have three catchers in the roster, and we're just going to keep going with it until the All-Star break and probably until the trade deadline. I've been like, what? Like, no, just <laughs> well, and, <laughs> no, and find three, a way to just make it two catchers. Three catchers on the roster, and none of them do anything else but catch. Right. But, I mean, even so, like, um, I know they brought in Hunter Renfro in the offseason, but I mean, it just feels like the Brewers and David Stearns, especially in the front office, like they've just kind of been like, well, this is what we got. So we're just going to kind of keep rolling with it until it figures itself out. They'll, they'll probably make a trade or two at the deadline, bring in a bat and a couple bullpen arms. But even just like we're, like we were talking about daily transactions, like, you know, keeping certain guys in the roster and then optioning Keston Hira back down. I, I just I sometimes like now I'm even scratching my head. We talk about Craig Council's lineup decisions with not batting Hunter Renfro or playing him at all yesterday. And on top of that, when Renfro is in the lineup back from an injury, he's not even batting fourth, right behind Rowdy Tellez, mm-hmm. where he should be. I'm questioning daily lineups, you know, stuff that I wouldn't really as as often would, you know, in the, in the past. But now I'm also questioning like daily transactions with David Stearns. Yeah, I just that Keston Hero one doesn't make any sense to me. Because if you needed an arm, there were other avenues. And at other times in the season, these things that I've brought up wouldn't be valid. But right before the All-Star break, what's the point in having Christian Yelich, who's having a black back flare-up, play at all in this Giants series? Well, with, with Keston, too, I mean, how can you keep your head up at this point? How can you, you know, try to be positive? How can you try yeah. to, like... You know, continue to have a positive attitude in the way you go about things? If the Brewers, even if you're playing well, you know... Or you're fearing that the Brewers are just going to send you back down. Like, that can't be good for the player. And, and he knows he struggles against lefties. And, and Tim's brought this up before, too. Yes, you're trying to win a World Series this year. So you're going to try every avenue. So, you know, you, you're going to try and win. And you're going to put your best lineup out there. But how does Keston Hira learn to hit against lefties? By only hitting against righties? No, he's got to play against lefties. And you can say, oh, well, he can learn that in the minors. You know what we've already seen Keston can do in the minors? He's going to hit like 380 down there, or 360, and hit home runs every other game. Keston here has already shown that he dominates AAA pitching, and, and there's no question about it. I don't need to see Keston here hit bombs anywhere else but in Milwaukee at this point. What You're right. How do you build any confidence if you're Keston Hira playing for this Brewers team? And the conversation that you and Tim had yesterday is so true. What would make you, as a free agent, want to come to Milwaukee? You need to have a guaranteed everyday role in order for me to continue, consider coming to Milwaukee. Oh, Andrew McCutcheon? Andrew McCutcheon came in and got a kind of guaranteed everyday role to an extent. He was supposed to just be the left-handed killer and play as the DH, but now he's getting used by so much more than that. But look at some of the different positions, like you said. It took Rowdy Telez how long, even though he was hitting both sides, for Craig Council to finally say, you know what, I'll let you play against both, you know, I'll just play every day. And how many positions do they just look at and say, let's platoon every day? Look- and maybe that's why you keep having to shop in the Goodwills as opposed to <laughs> shopping at a good – all you do is bargain hunt. Stop bargain hunting and go get somebody. I like that. <laughs> but, I mean, look at Omar, too, now. Yes. I mean, I, he was an all-star last year. Now he's 
platooning with two other catchers in the roster. Well, and Caratini's been fine. Yeah, he's been great. Caratini's been good. I what mean, does Se- Severino need to be here for? Exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but like Severino probably should have never been called up. And then you can probably either just release him, or I'm sure Stearns could have just looked around around the majors and just found you know the bare minimum bullpen arm to move Severino. There's three catchers. There's I'm sorry, it's like inexcusable on a roster. I don't care how good Pedro Severino looked in the in spring training and how in like one game that Victor Caratini comeback game how he drove an RBI double like it's much more valuable for Keston Hero to not have to worry about getting option than having three catchers on a roster. What would Keston Hero look like if he just got every day at bats at this point? Yeah, what would Keston Hero look like as an Oakland day if he played every day? Well, you saw what happened with Rowdy. Yeah, he's going through again. Look at I, we, look at all these guys, Toby. Look at you know Jesus Aguilar, yes. G-Man Choi. Like we, we bring it up, like you always have to say they went on a cold Cooper. stretch. That's just what happened. You give a guy regular at bats, and look what happens. And you look around the diamond and tell me right now what guy deserves to get every single day at bats and doesn't de- deserves a more than Keston Hira at least getting a shot because Keston Hira, if he's going well, is better than just about everybody else. On this hitting staff. I just don't get why Brasso is still on this roster. That being Keston said, Hira. I don't ever want to see Keston Hira in the field ever again. Second base, first base, left field, well, I don't care. he could be your DH next year. I mean, McCutcheon's on a one-year deal. I don't know if you're going to really want to re-sign him and play the Lorenzo Cain game again, where I know McCutcheon's hitting for a lot of power, but I mean, no, who's to say don't. he can't just drop off next year? So that's what I thought. I thought, you know, Keston Hira would be your DH next year. You're just a permanent DH. You don't have to worry about him in the field at all, ever. And then you could just kind of you know play rowdy every day, but but you know what's going to happen now. I don't now I don't even know if the Brewers are going to stick around with that because that clearly they don't, they yeah, don't want just, Keston here to stick on the roster. Apparently not. Apparently not. We'll keep ranting about the Brewers next here. Got to take a break when we come back. You want to hop in, talk a little more Brewers as we wrap up here as they take on the Giants in a four game set, their last series before the All Star break. You can give us a call four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty, or you can tweet us at twelve fifty a.m. The fan. We'll wrap up the Fan Afternoon Show next.